Yes, you're gonna have people turn their backs, but it's time for us to keep talking. Just keep talking that real, bro. Do what you do, I know what you do, so keep doing that. Talk the real. The HBI lads will see you now. See you now. I don't want to cause no problems. Mm-hmm. I just want to live my life, but I keep... And we're back. HBI podcast, health, business, and in between. And today, it is just the dangerous duo, Mr. Ben Humphreys and myself, because uh, Dr. Dan Kirkbride is busy hiding out in the glorious tax haven known as the Bahamas. Um, mm. He can explain that one next time, just in case I'm not meant to say things. Who knows? Maybe he's handing out with the old FTX founder, mate. Uh. Maybe he's got our billions of dollars. Who knows what's going on there? Anything could be happening in the Bahamas. But... Apparently, the one thing that definitely isn't happening is Wi-Fi, which is an irony for a place that you need like a hundred million dollar bank account to get into. But today, it's another yeah. Today, it's another rapid fire episode. We're going hard and fast, and today we are hitting mindset and conceptually. I think this is a really nice one. It's something that we've all heard, but this popped up during the week. Uh, full shout out. It's going to be one of those via shout outs. Full shout out to. Uh, Sebastian Orbs, Australian strength coach, who then would have to shout out Mr. Gary V. Yes, we're going all the way around. Some and, ta- uh, tagging both, hopefully get the reshare from both of them. Mate, imagine the, <laughs> imagine. the, the reach. <laughs> from Gary and v. just so, it is the, I like, you know, it's this is coming off the idea and the old quote goes, you know, my overnight success took year, to like 10 years, but uh, the actual quote today was uh, shut the fuck up and work for 10 years, which I real like. I, it, it hit me right in my soul and I loved it straight away. And I think this one is incredibly important due to the timing in that we are about to have a giant amount of colleagues into the profession, chiro, physio, osteo, my, everything, right? They're all about to come in. And I know, because when I posted this and I was chatting about, actually it was another chat similar the other day with a good friend and uh, I believe he might even be the next episode out, uh, except physiologist still in Cabas Rothwell, about the idea that when I first graduated, I definitely was not there. I was, you know, like I was adjusting people to save their lives, right? We were like, nothing was invaluable. I knew everything. And, experience is the great humbler and because you realize the more you know the less you know mm. and so it's hard to understand out of uni, yeah oh man because you can't not right it's hard it's, to understand when yeah. you're when coming out of uni it's like coming out of high school again right you're like you're going from uh being the big dick to the small dick again right and <laughs> it's um i mean if we were lucky enough to be that way but um <laughs> you know like when you when you're going back to the start but you have all this level of expectation entitlement in a lot of ways no, I'm coming out. I'm now qualified. I've got a doctor title or whatever. I'm. Oh, I should earn this much. I'm the that's king. How it works. Like, you're well, ready, right? And especially with social media just feeding the ego like <laughs> a bad boy. Um, and you get to this that. point where you think, oh, mate, that's infallible, right? You're just like, nothing can be wrong. And if anything's wrong, it's because the other person's not because of me. Like I said, as you gain experience, it is the great humbler because, you know, part of the great the gain of experience is realizing mistakes you know you know what you know but most importantly you start to realize what you don't know and in the, even in the what you don't know you realize that some of that you can never know right and so that's where we're seeing people move i think their understandings we're really appreciating the human condition the human being so much more but it's such an important thing because you know i think what am i my like basically a decade of clinical practice now um Ben, I think you said you're, you know, you're fast, not far behind, a couple of years behind that. Heading into and, my eighth, technically yeah. seventh. Yeah. And I can't tell you 
that there hasn't been a year where I haven't gotten better, better and better and better, right? Like I probably look back to people I adjusted in my first year and I'm like, oh man, I could have been so much better, right? Like so many opportunities to help people better, but it was, you were doing the best with what you had. And we have to fully respect that. You have to do the time to get the experience, right? Like it's what it used to be the old joke ad where it's like, I'm looking for a new grad with 10 years experience, but we have to as individuals recognize that you have to do the work. But like I said, most overnight successes came because someone turned up and did the work for years and then finally something exploded. And my experience with doing this over time with knowing colleagues through so many different professions is the people who are doing really well, that didn't happen overnight. That happened because of lots of consistent long-term work. Even if they were gifted opportunities, they still had to seize them and take them. And, you know, I really don't want this to be a, you know, when people hear this and then it's just like, oh, it's just an old man having a rant here on the back end. Like, shut up, we're going to go do our thing. Like, I think go hard, do everything you can, whether a new grad, whether you've been doing it for 10, 20 years, you should always be doing your absolute best to build and go. But I think, you know, especially as I know we have a lot of students that listen to this, you have to know you have to do the work, right? If you're going to turn up to practice and expect to grow, you're doing it wrong. We've talked about this countless times. The work in clinical practice happens outside your office looking after people is just the bonus because that's the fun stuff right i've ran long enough ben jump in yeah a couple of things i think you're right like perceptively like when you're fresh it depends on i guess your level of humility really um and who you surround yourself with i guess but you can come out like a bull at a gate and that's that's definitely how i did but i was soon shattered by my clinical outcomes and once you like, and this is what I say to my team when we're onboarding and training and whatnot, it's like, it's very different when you're in the driver's seat, when you're observing on placement, when you're watching someone else at work, it's like, ah, that looks easy. And we know that it takes a significant amount of time to make something look seamless and easy. Just like a professional athlete makes their sport look very easy. And you look at the team and you go, yeah, I can do that. And then you get out there and play at seventh division and you're getting smacked. It's just like, well, there are levels to many things and there are certain like depths of knowledge of what we're talking about. And, you know, you only know what you know. And and I think I didn't even, you hear that. And I didn't really understand what that meant until like you start this, you know, this starts being like holes in your knowledge and gaps in your knowledge. And then, incompetencies arise and insecurities arise and you're just like, all right. And you come across a problem that you've never seen before. He's like, Oh shit. Like there is more to this than what it seems. So I think touching back on the, the actual quote, shut the fuck up and, and work 10 years. I can, I can laugh at that now. Cause I'm at like 80% there. <laughs> But if I was in my first year, I'd be like, fuck, I'm so far away from that. It's not even funny. And it's like, do I count the the four years of education I had beforehand? It's like, no, not really. Because <laughs> you gotta you're not actually working as that profession at the moment. Well it just so, got you the right way, right? As they say, that uni gives you the piece of paper so that you can start to play the game. It's not yeah. where it sort of start, right? And I think you made that there's a really good point you just made that I want to touch on there, because you know, like you said, you're eighty percent of the way. If you're in first, like <laughs> I'm almost oh, there. <laughs> but the truth of it is, it's like the 10 years is an arbitrary number, right? Like it's the mindset that comes with it. You should expect to work hard for a decade. And if it happens for you in two years, great. <laughs> expect that if it happens for you, it usually means now you're doing even harder work because you're doing more, right? But at the same time, 
you might work hard for 10 years and it might take you 15 years, right? But if you do the work, like we've talked about this religiously on here, that like the way we win in practice and in life is through consistency, through repetition. Everything gets better over time, Mm -hmm. right? I have a really great story from, it was uh, one of our like practice coaches. And so she, her name is Davina. She runs a thing called Flourish Enterprises. So they train like your chiropractic assistance on procedure they do mindset and development coaching and she's definitely not a chiro right she just loves chiropractic has been a chiropractor forever absolutely fantastic and one of the things she's pride herself on is she's tried all the different styles of chiro right to find what works best for her body mm-hmm. but every time she did it she gives it at least two years and she said she finds that she gets the most maximum benefit when she has been consistently adjusted over at least 18 months to two years, right? Like it's actually getting better and better and better. And it, you know what? It didn't shock me at all, but it was so cool to hear someone that isn't a chiropractor say it because yeah, the realization. Sense, like, I, my training has got like, I mean, recently I hit all time PRs and I'm now, now shifting into what we're going to call the mid to late thirties. Right. But oh, like, big boy. it's the like, best times of my life and it's become from like 23 consistent years of heavy training right now could it have done better could have had achieved more probably but it's time in the game will always win right and you have to be willing to suck and when you start in practice that's where you like you're starting from suck again right so like again i want this to be short and sweet but i think there's a couple of things i want to just rapid fire off at the finish here for people to understand i don't want this just to be all doom and gloom and mindset here's some things you can do that might help you right number one from mindset point of view acknowledge mm. that you don't know it all right like just be aware and having you know especially if you're somebody who's about to start a job with another practitioner you know associateship or whatever it is in your industry you call it having two-way communication and knowing what you can offer them and what they can offer you so you can build the best options right getting mentoring whether it's externally or internally so that you can learn how to get past some of the pitfalls that other people have done right like we've been through it that's why we talk about it all the time on this podcast because we want you not to have to do the same like you know mm. go give a talk and have nobody turn up like all the all the fun stuff that develops you. Well, the, and then the like pain. number three i think one of the most important oh and the pain is good right you need it it's a good teacher because no it doubt. makes you do better, but it's important. Might not be good. My number one, three thing. <laughs> oh, it is important, right? Yeah. And it's like we used to have actually um, before I got number three, really important thing. So I used to we used to do these um a lot of practices doing them. They're like a group talk, like a talk, right? Like it's called the class is called getting faster, getting stronger, right? So it's like results faster. So people when they come, you're like, hey, and it gives you a chance to deeper dive like health philosophy and stuff like that. And Education. We had. We'd have them scheduled. Like when I was in Peru, we did three a week. Like, and I would do it even if no one turned up. Mm. Like, no matter what was happening, you were doing it. Whether one person turned up, ten people turned up, no one turned up, you still did it because that's how you develop the skill and that's how you work through the humble. Like, and I gave just as intense a and like not intense the wrong word, but like I didn't lower the quality of talk because I had one person there. Right? Is that you always have to be like because that change you could make for that one person was worth you having that time so i digress there but number three for me is i think this is a really important thing for at least the first year in practice but second don't go buying two jet skis on day one right like this is i live in wa so we got the fly flow economy out here and these crew doing stupid shit but when you first get out even if you're not doing the world's best job you should be making more money than you were when you were at uni right i would like to hope otherwise something else is very wrong yeah don't just blow it away. Like they always talk about like, 
you should live like you're still at uni for at least another year, right? And I've been there. I remember parking my car around the corner so no one would see my piece of shit Camry. Like, I remember like all these things, right? You're still eating cheap food. You're still like going to the cheapest gym. You're still doing all these things in order to, and you feel like, like I couldn't even afford to see myself, which is a weird mentality to be in, but it sets you up rather than leveraging you. Because I know a lot of people that stayed in like, terrible jobs and i know that this is a thing that some it's extremely rare so i don't want people to be afraid but i know of practices where the principals as an almost predatory action got their like encouraged their associates to get like overtly expensive car loans so oh, it's no. sort of sort of yeah, yeah, not so much trap them but it forced them. them to work right it's like yeah. hey you've got to pay that loan now don't you so you better oh, get to work right dog <laughs> And again, it's 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 kind of a dog move, but at the same time, I also get it from a mindset point of view. It's like, hey, yeah, let's put you back against the wall because when your back's yeah. against the wall, you're gonna do the work, right? Like mm-hmm. when I moved back from Peru and I couldn't have had no money in the bank and I, you know, wasn't sure how I was gonna eat. You better believe I did the extra hours at the footy clubs. I spent the time reaching out to people. I did all the work because if I didn't do that work, there was no food on the table. You you were worldly though, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, yeah. G- good tips. I think, yeah. And it's really hard. Like, cause I, I think back to how I was and I'm like, how willing was I to take advice from people? So even today I'm like, who do I take advice from? I take advice from people I really respect or are in positions that I would like to be in or have been there, done that. And typically that's the only people I listen to. Like, and that's what, obviously, if you guys see us like that, then that's great. If not, then it's just like, you know, water off a duck's back and whatever, carry on. But that's You're why, probably, as, probably not, you don't like us. Hey, oh, yeah, true. But that's what Nate said like, surround yourself <laughs> with good mentors because they're actually people you will listen to. It sounds cliche, whatever. It not only A, accelerates your learning so that you can get, you know, it might take someone 10 years to clinically get to where they're at. However, if they had great mentoring, it might have taken six or seven, for example. So you kind of get from A to Z a little bit quicker, having like really good sort of mentors. That that doesn't mean just a course here and there that what I find really, what works quite well is some form of mentorship or, or frequency of um, uh, lessons or, or catch-ups or what it may be. Obviously, from people... Um, <clears throat> who've, who've done the work as nice says but um yeah another i guess the thing to um it's a, an epiphany a realization i think you need to have as yourself as nice said we again we talk about fluffy mindset and whatnot but if you don't have i guess a longer term vision like a two five ten year i'm not saying you have to have all the vision boards and everything in the, i don't i've got it in my head clearly in, in my heart what, what i want to achieve and when i want to achieve it and and, and and those who are close to me do understand those and i share those things with my team and whatnot but i think that you know and especially our industry there might be like i was talking to matt caratelli he's quite another chiropractor the other day he's like he's like the longer you go into your degree especially in our degrees for example allied health chiros physios like there's a high attrition rate and people are dropping out anywhere from that who knows three to how many years six to ten years sort of mark and by the time like you don't see that many really experienced clinicians who are like 50 60 who might be 30 40 years deep into their profession like, these guys are like the fucking master the grand masters of of the industry and they're just absolute weapons and especially if they have some sort of skin in the game and, and run a clinic or part direct or whatever it may be so that's also very encouraging for you to have like a you know a decade sort of planned out knowing that well a it's going to take me that long to get really good but b 
the longer I go through this, the less competition is going to be for me. And therefore, the more likely, likely I am to win work and to stand out and to be obviously highly competent at my job. And we spent, said this before, like, um, and it's probably, I actually went and listened to Jordan Peterson actually on the weekend and he spoke about arrogance. So I think that entitlement and arrogance do tie hand in hand together. And um, having that arrogance makes you quite, quite blind to opportunity and taking advice and whatnot so it's a personal experience and we all learn through pain and, and lessons and mistakes and unfortunately with us as they said there's a lot you learn outside the rooms but there's a lot you learn face to face in the driver's seat with people because people might not get the outcomes that you want for them that they they want for themselves you might have guaranteed and promised something that you didn't deliver on and you've in turn you've not only lost a client but you've also you know damaged that reputation and uh, that how they see you or 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 or, you know, even worse, you know, how they say the profession and, and sort of bundle everyone in and say, hey, I used to see that Ben Physio and he fucking fucked me around and he promised this and promised that and, and it didn't sort of work out. <clears throat> and over time, you sort of work out how to communicate things a lot better and not to make big promises and whatnot, but to sort of deal in reality and what's happening at the moment. And But I think that's a big thing is real personal is to, as you, as you said, acknowledge and be humble, um, make sure you're surrounded with the right people. We're, we're hopefully bringing on a new guy i've offered him a job to start in january and one of the best things about him is he's 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 a very grateful person and as jordan peter said well the opposite of sorry resentment is is gratitude and and then he ties it all in like how being grateful will also lessen that sort of arrogance sort of personality trait that you may have so <clears throat> i guess acknowledgement gratitude um will, will take you a long way and then obviously being surrounded by the right people so not that we're trying to get too too woo wooey here, but um, and, and we do harp on all of these same themes throughout our podcast. But you know, the longer you go at it, the more people drop off. And it's like um, Andy Frisella says, he says that you know, the the higher you go, like just literally, the higher you scale up business, and the more money you earn, like the less and less people there are. So like, as you keep pushing up the ranks and moving up the ranks and leveling up, like just be confident and sure as well that like well if if you can go the distance like not everyone everyone can go the distance and obviously if it's your passion your interests make sure you have and for me like i learned a lot of painful lessons that if i'm too short-term thinking then it just you know personally is very painful professionally quite painful so if you go into into your profession or your degree and as they said these new grads that are coming out like i think it's in your best interest if that's what you want to do at least have a 10-year plan for it obviously many things can happen or you might get into the industry and, and hate it and then just move on but yeah i think your competency grows exponentially and as you're refining and refining your skills as you're getting clinically and clinically better you're not only getting clinically better but you're also surrounding yourself and, and building out new networks and discovering new scopes of practice and you also then you know might try your hand at running the business and it just leads to many more opportunities the longer you go at it because Nathan you mentioned before it's it's skills what we're doing and it's all skill acquisition therefore you have a beginner intermediate expert sort of phase but like if you want to be that like one percent the point one percent of, of of the population it's like that's where you are seriously successful Hopefully, you're making some mad bank at the same time, but you're creating huge influence on the people you're working with. And that's what we do. We create influence and we change people's lives. Um, so don't ever also undermine that that is your uh, position often in these people's lives is that they've they've got the problem and you've got the solution. Hopefully, you've got the solution or the solutions or can direct them to the solution. So um, it's a very, very important role that we play with people. And 
um, you know, I think you should take your job very, very seriously. Well said, man. I think we'll call in there. I do think there's a, uh, they made some really important points there and I would go, I think, I think it's going to be forward as well. I'm trying to go with these things, but there's an episode we did about getting coaching as well, which I think really ties into this really importantly about understanding if you are going to get support where it is. And I think you made a really good point about having a long-term plan, but being fluid with it, right? Like you still need to know where you're going, but obviously in 10 years, a lot's going to change and go, but, if you don't have the direction you're working towards, you know, that's the whole idea of purpose. If it's trying to do a jigsaw puzzle without actually knowing what you're building, right? If you don't know what you're trying to build, it makes life super hard. So be fluid, but understand what you're going for and make sure you've got the right people supporting you for the time rather than just always the same one. So some massive things there today. I hope you really enjoyed it. If you did, please screenshot it, tag us in, throw it up. We always appreciate it. And if you are one of these people who's uncertain or, you know, doesn't know what to do we're here to help just reach out anytime and we'll do anything and to support you because obviously as we say every week the more practitioners doing well the better it is for everybody yeah. so have an awesome week everyone it's been a pleasure and i'll see you soon sure thanks guys